Welcome to the James River Church Podcast. You're about to hear another inspirational message. It's our prayer that this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. Well, tonight, as we're in the presence of the Lord, I just want to take a few moments and talk to you about the importance of time in God's presence. You know, it's important, you know, I I think as you're here, maybe you're watching or maybe you came tonight and and you're saying, you know what, I I value the presence of the Lord. I want to be in the prayer meeting and that's a wonderful thing. But I want to encourage you, there's something really, really wonderful about lingering. You know, that's an old church word, lingering, taking time, saying this is not something that I'm checking off the list, but I want to be in God's presence. You know, whenever we say that, we're, we're putting a value on the presence of God, and God honors that. When we honor God, He honors us. There's a, a humility that comes with saying, God, I want to take time to be in your presence because I want to be with you. And God, the Bible says God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. If you humble yourself before the Lord, he'll lift you up. There's a power with spending time in God's presence, taking time in God's presence. Not just here, but as you're going through life, are you, I want you to ask yourself, man, am I taking time to be with the Lord? Just to be with him. Just to spend time with him. There's an amazing psalm in the Psalms. The book of Psalms is in the middle of the Bible. And most of the Psalms are written by David. Some of them are written by Hezekiah and Moses. Great men of God in the Bible. And David, when writing this psalm, he wrote this psalm called Psalm 16. And it's called a miktum. And a miktum literally means it's a golden psalm. It's a psalm that has some golden nuggets for us. Some deep truths. Psalm 16, you know, Spurgeon called it that. He said, this is a a golden psalm. He said, referencing one one writer, that it contains a secret or mystery. It indicates the depth of doctrinal or spiritual import. You know, there's some passages in scripture, you know, as you read them, you're like, wow, just even one little line has so much truth in it. That's Psalm 16. And what Psalm 16 is talking about is being in the presence of the Lord. And maybe as I say, hey, you know, it's important to take time and be in the presence of God. Maybe you're listening to that. Maybe you're new in your walk with the Lord or it's been a while since you took time in his presence. You're like, why? Well, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. David's about to answer that with some golden truth, because that's what this Psalm does. This is this is what happens when you get in the presence of God. This is, this is like, it's like a huge like sign. You know, you pass a billboard on the highway and it's like, you know, like you need to come here and buy this. Psalm 16 is like, you need to spend time in the presence of God, because let me tell you what's going to happen in your life. And I hope that as we go through this, that you're the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart. And really the prayer is that, that your appetite would be whetted for the things of God. That it'd be like salt in your throat. You know, the Bible says, as a deer pants for water, so my soul longs for you. That's what this psalm is designed to do, to whet your appetite, to say, hey, you don't want to miss this. This is too good. All right, so Psalm 16, we're going to pick it up in verse 5. And I want you to see this. The first thing I want you to see is the choice of spending time in God's presence. Look at this, verse 5, Psalm 16. It says, the Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. The Lord is my chosen portion. You know, in life, there's a lot of things we can choose to focus on, we can choose to do. Sometimes that 
that choice comes by the way of our, our body speaking to us. You know, uh, sometimes you're hungry and you're like, man, I want tacos. But on a deeper level, sometimes you like came in here and your body's just telling you, oh, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired out. And your body's saying, hey, that's what you need to focus on. Or maybe you're, you have a, a big business deal at work, or, or maybe there's some, some stuff happening where you're like, you're, you know, maybe, you know, I think of like, I, I know somebody who works at Walmart and they do a lot of inventory and you're doing inventory and it's inventory time and you're like focusing on that and it's causing you to be anxious or you got things going on at home that, that are, you're just like thinking about problems that you got to solve. There's things that, that, you're, that you focus on, you know? things that, you're, that are calling for your attention. And then there's things you want to do, things that are in your heart to do. You know, it's like, I just want to do that. I want to focus on that. There's so many things that can vie for your attention. So then it becomes a choice whether you're going to spend time in the presence of God. And I love how he says that the Lord is my chosen portion. My chosen portion. Like I'm going to make the choice to spend time in God's presence because I know that's the best part. You know, when I think of needs, I, I can't help but think of that Jesus saying, you know, he, he's, he's doing what the Father is leading to do. He's doing ministry. And he says to his, his disciples, you know, they're like, are you hungry? And he goes, I have food you know nothing about. You know, that's, I feel like that encapsulates what the presence of God is like. Sometimes you can come in tired and you can come into the presence of God. You can get alone with God. You can come into a prayer meeting and spend time with God. And all of a sudden you're like, nothing physically has changed, but I feel a strength just from being in his presence. Sometimes you can come in and you can be full of anxiety and you're like, I feel a peace just from being in his presence. But you have to make the choice to say, God, I want to focus on you. God, I know there's other things that, other things that could vie for my attention. I know I got all, you know, it was crazy getting into prayer meeting or whatever was going on, but God, I want to choose you. You're my chosen portion. You're my, this is the best place for me to be. And then you notice, I, I just think this Psalm is so great on teaching us what the presence of God does for our perspective. Because all of a sudden you realize you have all you need. The Lord is my chosen portion in my cup. You hold my lot secure. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. There's something about being in the presence of God that when you're in the presence of God, you realize this is all I ever need. I don't need anything else. You know, I came in here with once, Lord, but after being in your presence, this is all I want. This is all I need. God, I pray to be in your presence because that fills me up. This is my chosen portion in my lot. And then you look around and you're like, God's got it. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. All of a sudden you're like, God, God has a way of directing your heart, directing your wants, directing your desires. You know, as human nature, our desires can come time, sometimes get out of control. They can get, they can, we can feel like, man, I'm being pulled in this direction or whatever. And you're like, God has a way of just saying, and touching your desires and eating them out. Some of you, that's really what you need tonight. You're like, man, I feel like I have this desire and it's making me so anxious. And I, I, I just, I mean, you're just like, man, and you think solving that's going to do it. But really what you need is God to just put peace on your desires and open up your eyes to his blessing. And that's what happens in the presence of the Lord. But it's a choice that you have to make. It's a choice. My chosen portion. So I'm not going to seek that. I'm going to seek you. I'm not going to seek that. I'm going to seek your presence. Secondly, 
He shows us the benefits of spending time in God's presence. And the first one we see is supernatural direction. Look at this in uh, verse seven. It says, I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. Supernatural direction. I love how it starts with a blessing. You know, when you need direction, you don't usually feel like starting with a blessing. You know, I bless the Lord. You usually feel like, God, I need direction, then I'll bless you. God, I feel, I'll just figure this out. God, then I'll bless you. But there's something cool about when you come into the presence of the Lord, we enter his gates with thanksgiving. We enter his courts with praise. God, thank you that you already know the way. Thank you that you already know the answer. God, thank you that you want to help me. Thank you that you care me. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. You know, the Holy Spirit is called the paraclete, the encourager, the counselor. I love that, a counselor. You know, I think of that scripture that says, mighty God, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. God is a counselor. What a wonderful thought. What's a counselor do? A counselor sits down with you, listens to you, and then helps guide you. You know what? If you need supernatural direction, you just need time in his presence because he's already a counselor. You don't have to come in and convince God to be a counselor. God is a counselor. All you have to do is get near to the counselor. And he's the best counselor because his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts higher than our thoughts. He has ideas and thoughts that you will never think of, that you will never find on your own. And as you get in his presence, he just goes, hey, this is the way. You know, you think of that at night, my heart also instructs me. Nighttime can be a time where you're like, you know, where the thoughts really start rolling. It's like, you, you know, you're, you're going, you feel great all day. You know, you're like, I could sleep right now, fall asleep just like that. And the after you ever have an afternoon like that, and then you lay down on the pillow and it's like, <laughs> and your head, your mind starts rolling of everything that needs to be done or everything that you're worried about. When you get in the presence of the Lord, there's a peace and a counsel and a direction that helps settle you. God is able to do that in his presence. And God is, the righteous person's steps are ordered to the Lord. So as you're in his presence, he's bringing, like just spending time in prayer, he's, he starts, he goes, oh, I see that you're drawing near to me. You know what, I'm gonna line that person up tomorrow to talk to you. And then I'm gonna open up your ears to hear it. Hello. Because <laughs> how many of you know God could bring the, bring the person to you, but if your heart isn't tuned, you're not gonna hear his voice. But that's what happens when you're in his presence. You get supernatural direction. Ideas that you wouldn't have on your own. Thoughts that you wouldn't have in a peace to accompany that. And hello, some sleep at night. His presence. Secondly, you get supernatural confidence. Verse eight says this, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he's at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. I think it's interesting that chosen portion and now we have I've set the Lord always before me. Those are phrases that speak to being in the presence of the Lord. How do you set the Lord before you? Well, one of the ways you do that is you worship. You just begin to lift up the Lord. You begin to praise him. You begin to tell him, you know, who he is and what he's done. That's the name of the Lord. You begin to speak, you know, scripture. God, I thank you that you're my counselor. I thank you, God, that you are able. I thank you that you're mighty to save. God, I love you. 
I worship you. What you're doing is you're setting the Lord before you. God, I thank you, God. Lord, in these situations or this impossibility, God, that you are able, for there is nothing impossible for our God. Lord, I thank you in this area that, God, where the, it seems like the enemy is coming against me, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, that, God, you are for me and you're going to help me. You're able. God, I thank you over this where the enemy is attacking me, maybe in your mind. You go, you know what? I thank you, God, that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I will set the Lord always before me. Jesus is my righteousness. That's setting the Lord. That's in his presence. That's happening. But what happens when you set the Lord, when you're in his presence? Because he's at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. You know, the Bible says this, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That means as you say, God, I want to get close to you. God, I want to spend time with you. I want to draw near to you. God says, great, I was waiting for that. And he comes close to you. The Bible says the Lord is with you. This is speaking, a prophet said this to a king in the Old Testament. The Lord is with you when you're with him. Another place it says, the eyes of the Lord search to and fro throughout the earth, seeking hearts that are fully committed to him. What's that mean? When you commit, when you say, God, I'm committed to you. God, I just want to seek you. I want to be in your presence. God says, I'm going to draw near to you. But that creates a supernatural confidence. Now, if you've ever prayed through, if you've ever called on God for something, you maybe were walking through a situation and you're like, man, Lord, I just need your help and you really cry out to God and you really get into his presence, then you know there's nothing like the supernatural confidence that comes from being in his presence. Because for some reason you're like, I still don't know what to say, but I'm gonna walk into this room and I feel like God is just with me and he's gonna go before me and he will drop the words in my mouth at the right time because I've spent time with him. There's nothing like the confidence that comes from being in the presence of the Lord. Because I, I, I don't know if this is news flash to you, but you'll never have all the answers. <laughs> you know, maybe you have a young person in your home and your son or daughter and they're walking through something and you're like, I don't know how to even help them. I don't know how to even crack this problem for them or give them any wisdom or counsel. Then you, what you do, instead of just taking a stab at it or just being like, oh, well, I guess I don't know. You go get in the presence of God, get close to the Lord. And he gives you a godly confidence to walk in and say, hey, here's what you need to do. Or I don't, I, I mean, I need to talk to this person and this, this situation is sensitive and it's, it's, it's difficult and I'm not sure how to do it. The Lord gives you a peace and a confidence. So as you walk in, there's a grace there, but that comes, that, that comes from time in his presence. It comes from you saying, God, I just want to get near to you. And then the shakiness becomes solid. I think of that scripture where he said, he set my feet upon the rock. He gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to my God. You know, I, you know, or on Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. How do you stand on the solid rock? You get in his presence and you remember, wow, I'm on very firm ground because I'm right next to the Lord and he's at my right hand. He's right there with me. I'm not going to be shaken supernatural confidence. You know that scripture, we read verse five, it says, you hold my lot secure. Another translation says it like this, you hold my future. So as you draw near to God, 
he, you realize your perspective lifts. You're like, he holds my future. I'm not going to be shaken. I'm not going to live in dread of the future because I know who holds the future. He holds the future and I will not be shaken. But that comes from being in his presence. That's when you have the confidence to step in to your future. Thirdly, supernatural joy and security. Psalm verse nine says this, therefore my heart is glad. And I love this. My whole being rejoices. My whole being rejoices. You know, when I read that, I think of the, uh, I thought of breakthrough. Breakthrough is when you pray and all of a sudden something breaks in his presence. It breaks open in the, in the spirit in, or in your heart. And maybe you're walking through a situation and you're like, I don't even know how joy is possible. Well, you just need to pray for breakthrough. You need to pray for breakthrough. Because if you're waiting for everything to work out and everything to be solved, God is able to do that. But you're missing out on the joy that you can have when you walk through challenge and trial. On the joy. You know, sometimes you don't have the answer, but you're just like, man, I touched heaven. And that was better than the answer. <laughs> And God, if, if I'm walking through this, but I get that, it was worth it. My whole body rejoices. My whole being rejoices. Everything within me rejoices. You know, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. That comes from being in his presence, saying, God, I want to be near to you. And then God gives you a supernatural joy and a supernatural grace and a supernatural lift that you can never have on your own. You know, you ever see somebody who walks with joy through trial and you're like, how does that work? You know, they, they must not be connected. They must be, they must be, you know, stuffing it down or they must be ignoring the facts. No, a godly person and a godly joy can look straight in the eyes of the facts and say, oh, I know God's going to help me and I know he loves me and I'm just, I know he's got it. So... <laughs> You know, he's got it. It's good. And he, he's going to take care of me and he's going to give me strength. That's a, that's a whole being rejoice. If you need joy, you just need to get in his presence. But it's cool that he doesn't just stop there. He doesn't say, oh, I'm glad and I rejoice, period. But he says, my flesh also dwells secure. What's he saying? He's like, no, I'm glad because I know he's got it. And I know he's going to take care of me. I know he's going to work it out. I know God is able to meet physical needs. I know God is able to heal. I know God's going to take care of me. I know his power is available when I pray. I know he's an answering God. I know that he can bring a job. I know that he can change a situation. I know that he can turn something around. He can help me in the physical. So it's not just him saying, yeah, oh, there's spiritual blessings. But I'm telling you, spiritual blessings are better than physical blessings. The joy that you have in his presence is better. But that's not all we have as believers. We have a God who can change a situation, a God who is able, a God who can move mountains for us in Jesus' name. I love, I'm going to rejoice, but I'm also going to be secure. And that's what happens when you get in his presence. You change and the situation changes. And I just want to encourage you tonight. 
Maybe you haven't spent time in his presence in a long time. Maybe you're, you're going through life and things moving so fast, or maybe you, you've gotten distracted and, you, and you're, you're focused on so many other things. And you're like, man, yeah, I don't know. I, I should do that. I should get in his presence. Stop, stop for a moment and say, God, you're gonna be my chosen portion. You're my cup. You're my provider. God, and I, if I have your presence, I have everything I need because God, I, I would rather have a supernatural confidence than try to work it all out so I can get confident. I love that in a moment you can have confidence. God, I would rather be in your presence and get supernatural direction than have, you know, an okay answer. I'd rather have a great God answer. God, so I wanna get in your presence. God, I wanna, I wanna have joy. I wanna have the peace that comes from your presence and, the, and the, the confidence that you're gonna move this mountain. That all comes from just being in his presence.